here I am, here I am, here I go. Hi everyone, um, this is Erlene, also known as Elise Main in the podcast world. Hello, how are you? Did you miss me? Because I totally, absolutely missed you all. You know, I'm, it's been, I'm realizing the last episode that actually dropped and released was February 10th. 2022 or 22nd one of the two but it was february 2022 last year and that show was not recorded in 2022 i recorded that show i want to say early august of 2021 or the end of july 2021 and since that time your girl has been through some things (laughs) I have I've been through some things spiritually, emotionally, physically. I have really been through many, many things. But you know what? I will always say, and I've I've tried to hold true to the mindset of we all go through a trial, we all go through battles. Everyone's weight in that battle may be different. But a battle's a battle, right? So where have I been? I have been battling grief, sorrow, denial, love, being open to all positive things and trying to find a way to step on the journey of healing. What does all that mean? Because I'm not going to hold you, right? Back in 2021, I lost my dad in August. And um, it was difficult. Death is always difficult. But what was what was so hard about it was my dad wasn't sick. There wasn't any ailments. It just suddenly happened. And it was a discovery. I hadn't heard from my dad. We usually talk twice a week, three times a week. I was doing some home repairs and daddy being daddy, like, oh, let me see what's going on. Talk to me, whatever. And he had just came to visit me in Texas because he lived in California. I want to say he left in March or April of that year. And he had planned on coming back in the summer. And um, we kind of put it off, put it off. Travel we was still kind of in the midst of different things. He had been worried about traveling. Because mind you, before 2021, I hadn't seen my dad since January 2019. No, 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 I'm sorry. January 2020 or the end of 2019 um, for the holidays. Yeah, it was the holidays. My dad came for Christmas. He always came for Christmas and sometime in the summertime from California. So anyway, um, I hadn't heard from him. I had a, a conference early August, a little distracted. I spoke to him like that Monday morning, something like that on the 1st. And then... And I realized something kept pulling at my spirit, pulling at my spirit. And um, I'm like, I, I haven't heard from dad. Again. I sent him some video of the house some pictures of the paint that I picked saying, hey, you like it? The new flooring. What do you think? I didn't hear from him. You know how that intuition, that nagging, that spirit, that whatever it is keeps was pulling at me. And I was like, daddy, I need to call him. And then I did like Monday night, I call him back or. Let me call daddy. And then my sister came by. No, no, no. And then I, yeah, during that week, and I was like, call daddy. Then I had to go back to work, do different things, you know. And I'm like, wait a minute, where is daddy? And I called my sister and said, Daddy, talk to you. It was weighing on me so hard. I kept telling me to call or do something. 
because there's never been a week where I hadn't heard from him or at least multiple times. He'll call me just, you know, randomly, whatever. Hey, Lisa, that's my nickname. That Saturday, August 7th, I started calling his friends and and, uh, she was out of town with her husband, my dad's old, long best friend from the Trinidad. Her husband, no, I haven't heard. I'm out of town. And I said, okay, so I called and no one can get a hold of him. So I said, I'm calling the police to do a wellness check. Well, that wellness check turned into, sorry to tell you, we had to bust into your father's home and he wasn't answering. And I'm on the phone with, with police and needless to say, my dad had passed away in the house. And, uh, Sorry. Um, because it was Saturday. Um, and it was now like eight o'clock Texas time. He's in California. And uh, I was shattered, right? And uh, because some of you may know, I think I've talked about it before. We lost, I lost my mom. Uh, in October 16th, 2014. And she wasn't sick doing her thing. Left her that morning going to work, checking on her, you know, and um, talk to her the day like I usually, because my mom and I would talk throughout the whole entire, <laughs> the whole entire day. She'd call me, everybody knew my mom called me. It's like, yes, not me. <laughs> Bring me some ice cream home, whatever. How you doing? Checking on her. What you doing, woman? You know. And uh, on that Thursday in 2014, on October 16th, come to the house, and I <clears throat> I found my mom. Um, and she had passed away, and uh, so it's a lot, and. Um, everything was sudden, no warning, no hospital, no prepare yourself, none of those things, you know, and my parents, my mom was 73 when she passed away. My dad was, um, I think 73 also. Yeah. My dad was younger than my mom, the whole story behind that. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so that's, that's, uh, where I've been. And I think, I know for a fact that, you know, I still carry the grief of losing my mom, right? And I still carry the pain of that. And, you know, one thing I've always said when my mom passed away and I was going through that journey of healing, I had, I I have many birthdays in life now. And I have different personal milestones of adulthood. And I say it to myself and I tell other people when they ask me, you know, I was born December 27, 1977. I passed and was born again October 16th, 2014. When my mom passed away. Um and I I I turned, I turned a different leaf in life, 
you know, there's a there's a, another level of adulthood that comes about um, when you lose a parent, especially for someone who was close to their parents and truly was involved and had involved parents and didn't have a disconnect. Even if you have a disconnect and you know them and they're there, it's a different level of life that you are now reborn into, you're born again into, right? And so the security and love you have of your mother now is gone. So it hardened me a little bit, also awakened something in me, but I had my dad. But then when he passed away and in the way it was, it was very like, why am I the one finding out? Why am I the one having to tell my siblings? Why am I the one that must deliver the heaviness of this news when mommy passed away and then and daddy and having to do that? I always say, because I don't want to ramble, <laughs> I always say that. Um, There is zero healing from the grief of death. There is a moment of acceptance. If you ever get to that point of acceptance that, okay, they're gone physically realizing, oh, they're really gone because every moment after that is brand new. You're experiencing it differently. You see it differently. And they're no longer part of your life. And if anyone knows me who and those who do know me, my mom and dad were a big part of my life. Um, my mom was the one who cheerleaded. She knew my joys and pains, my accomplishments, my uh, my goal stars, right? And my dad would be the one to say, hey, Gigi, what's, what's going on with the kids? It didn't bother me. That was just their dynamic. And I understood. I knew, you know, you move past it. You move away from the day of the hurt, but it still hurts. And um, it'll be 10 years in 2024. I lost my mom. And I'm telling you right now, I'm I'm a mess talking to you right now, thinking about it. And that's just really compounded with the loss of my dad, because the other side of the grief is the ultimate graduation of adulthood. You know, we all call call ourselves, excuse me, adults and I'm grown, but man, when the safety nets are gone, when the wisdom is no longer a phone call away, oh, you, you have your PhD. You have your PhD in this. You know, I no longer can get the the advice, I have to now really move into my toolbox and look into the toolbox of what did mommy say and what did daddy say and what would they do? And I can't say, let me call, let me check, let me, let me harass. Daddy, what do you do with this? Mommy, what do you, I can't. So for a year, or so I've been wandering in my feelings and 
really trying to figure out who I am. But one thing I really tried to do was not, uh, when mommy passed away in October of 2014, I went on a manic, just very sociable, very not sit at home, live life. Because her biggest thing for me was, I want you to enjoy life. I want you to do things and I don't want to leave this world and you not have someone to love you and care for you. And you know how parents are, right? And um, I'm very introverted. I do a lot of things by myself, even to this day. Um, But I became sociable. I would go, I met new people and did game nights and acquired some amazing new friends and it was it was good and then i realized i couldn't maintain that because that's not really who i am where it's always out and about and on the scene and i'm here and there i had to be true to myself and i had to realize i had to be true to who i am you know but um going through the grief and in denial of trying to be someone that I'm not, I had to come back to myself, come back to loving me and loving myself and loving on my dad. And then fast forward years later, uh, seven years later, when he passed away, it rocked my world. And I had a lot of mixed emotions, anger, fear, but it really hit me that, um, and I think it hits a lot of us that we don't know how to put the words to it and the emotions to it because you don't want to be, I guess for me, I struggle with being selfish or realizing, feeling my feelings. I'm very aware and maybe I'm, I'm overly aware that death is a part of life. We're all going to experience things. Um, but I never want to take away someone's perspective on it. The same way I don't believe you have to truly go through certain things to have an opinion on it. Some things to me, excuse me, it's common sense or just kind of like fair is fair, what it is, whatever. But I will say that um, with losing my parents, I have, I am now living my PhD (laughs) life of adulthood. You know, I got a doctorate in this foolishness. It's beyond ghetto. <laughs> it's beyond ghetto. Your first teachers are gone. Your first moments, the first people who showed you love are gone. The ones who truly loved you unconditionally are gone, right? And so I've had to figure that out. And that's where I've been, figuring that shit out. And I do not have the answers. I haven't figured it out completely. But what I will say is I truly know who I am as a woman, daughter, sister, and friend, lover. I know who I am. And I stand in that. I love who I am. Not just knowing it. I love who I am. I am forever learning and discovering myself. 
and discovering what people see in me and who I am to others. And I work through those things. I've gained patience that I didn't think I had. I've gained another level of empathy, sympathy, compassion. The grace of exercise for others has increased. And um, I've also learned that if I don't want to, I'm not going to. Once again, my no is so much my no. My yes is really my yes. I have so much life to live to make my parents proud. So that's where I've been. I've been healing. I've been, well, no, I'm on the journey to figuring out life without my parents. Figuring out how to have joy and um, trying to figure out how to cheerlead myself and enjoy those milestones in life that, that come, have come and are coming without those true loves of my life. So that's where I've been. Long story, right? But that's where I've been. I've been dealing with a lot that many of us deal with. And we all handle our sorrow and grief differently. But um, I'm on the other side, I thought. (laughs) Clearly, it's still very raw of the pain, you know? But I have my moments. I cry in my house. I lay in bed. I talk to my parents like, hey. I know you're not here, but I just want to, I just need to talk. I just need to just act like we're at the table laughing and joking. I just need to do that. And it's okay. I don't subscribe to people thinking that's evil or incorrect. That's my way of working through, besides prayer, the feeling, because when you miss, truly miss someone's love, touch, presence, wisdom, and you have to go into the arsenal of the past, sometimes you have to speak out loud and and as if you're speaking to them to feel connected. I don't know if that makes any sense. I forever want to feel the connection of my parents. They're the loves of my life. So I'll forever um, dream of them. I pray I will talk to them in this house. Like, hey, because they guided me for 40. My mother guided me for 30-something years. My dad, 40-something years. And out of respect and love for them, I have to sit down sometimes and talk to them just to feel the emotions and just get it out. That's my journey of the other side of this grief. So um, with all of that, that's what I've been dealing with. But I'm telling you, I've been surrounded by love and support. My circle is amazing. 
man, they've been there with me through everything and they love me. They mother on me. And um, I've discovered so much love. I've opened myself to love. And I'm on the other side of that. And with all of that, I knew I couldn't come back and do what I love, right? And I love podcasting. I love bringing all of you great conversation and great um, new faces and people and information. I'm back because I've been struggling to come back. I didn't think I wanted to come back. The podcasting world right now and the the platforms that are out there, it just seems to me, and this is not a slight, this is just me personally. It just feels like it's the same conversations. And it's, you know, at one point it was needed conversation, but I really want us to move towards healing those conversations, you know, having those accountability discussions. Okay. I'm accountable. You're accountable. How do we move forward? How do we stop the blame game? Can we know it? Okay. We've blamed, we figured it out. Bam. I'm awful. You're awful. Bam. What do we do? You know, and I think that's what's missing. It's just a revolving door of negative that I don't like, but I knew that uh, I had to come back and highlight the healing side of things. And that's the journey that I'm on, on bringing you the healing side of it, have this conversation or have the topic, but now how do we move forward? What do we do? You know, I think we all need to be in couples therapy together. <laughs> like, okay, I hear you, but do you see this? Do you see that? Let's have understanding on both sides. Okay, we're not going to keep beating each other up or speaking negatively. And I'm tired of it. And that's why I'm back. And I figured my small corner in this space and in this industry Hopefully it's heard and understood and hopefully it it gives someone something and adds a value to someone's life. And even if it's heard by one person or a thousand people, someone wants to hear it and hopefully it gives them something. Then that's the purpose I'm moving into, helping others on their journey of life and finding their purpose, putting their voice out there. And having the conversations that bring about change. That's what I want to do. Having the healing, purposeful conversations. And I think I've always been on that journey, but more so now, I'm not trying to do the negative. I'm not trying to do the regular relationship conversation. I want to do healing. I want to hear someone's story and hear their journey and hear them talk about the other side of it. I'm not here to bash or judge your life or your choices, because, hey, you may bash and judge mine, but I want to have those open, safe conversations for everyone, men, women, and children about the other side of things and how do we heal? Because the blaming has to stop. Um, The negative talk has to stop. It's It's not serving anyone. To me, it just keeps us separated. And I just don't want to entertain it. So that's where I've been. I hope moving forward, um, you enjoy what I put out for you. 
I hope that um, it feeds your soul in some way. I plan on having more discussion about around grief and denial and love from a personal perspective, more one-on-one, just me talking to you episodes and also bringing you amazing, amazing guests and their stories of healing and purpose or discovery or just something fun. But moving forward, shall you proceed? We'll go back to the healing. And I do plan on also bringing you a new platform that's going to be geared strictly towards um, accountability and how do we move forward from that. So that's where I've been. I've been uh, healing. Well, no, not healing because I'm telling you, I'm never going to be healed. This wound is (laughs) clearly still raw. Well, I'm scarred. I'm beat up. But I've been on my other side of life. You know, like I said, I have three birthdays. And right now I am going on. I'll be two years old in August uh, from the birth of losing my father in August, 2021. I'll be two. And that's a whole new, it's a whole new me. I was worried about losing myself. I was worried about who I'd be. My biggest worry then was who am I going to, who am I going to be months later? Will I be cold? Will I be shut down? Will I be in a hole somewhere? And I'm not. And I'm thankful to my brothers and sister, uh, my best friends who are my sisters, 30-something years plus, my Eastern Star sisters, my love that I have in my life. I am thankful for those people, nieces and nephews, uh, close friends who have totally stood by my side, even before everything. So that's how I've been able to live this new life. And I'm thankful to all of them. And um, hopefully moving forward, I'm still able to give you amazing content, some level of understanding, transparency, and help you with your grief and where you are in life now after those major new birthdays, right, Um, in life. So I hope you enjoy what's coming. I hope I helped you understand where I've been for a little while. I think I'm all over the place, but I'm just going to put it out there, you know. But um, thank you for standing by me, and thank you for not going too far away from me. I am back to bring you some great content, some healing. And um, until next time.